Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Hello, it's your host, Dr. Morgan. Welcome to the podcast, Let's Get Vulnerable. This is a special episode because I'm actually sharing an episode that I did for another podcast called the Go Girl Podcast. And this episode was so good that I wanted to make sure that you, my listeners, didn't miss out on it. I sat down with the lovely Ashley Caprice. And we had this incredible exchange that was just vulnerable, real, and we went over everything that you need to know if you're leaving a toxic relationship and getting back out there in the dating world and working on attracting a healthy relationship. So I know that's a lot of you. And seriously, this interview is gold. I go over so much with Ashley and she was super vulnerable and shared that she's in a new relationship. So a lot of this was very real for her. And I think you can tell in the interview uh, that it was just real vulnerable conversation that was being had between the two of us. So check out the episode. It's Ashley Caprice. You can find her on Instagram at Go Girl Podcast. I had such a fun time being interviewed by her. Check out this episode. Let me know what you think. As always, DM me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching. Make sure you screenshot, tag me and share the episode to your IG stories. I love hearing from you all. Tell me your thoughts, the things that you took away from the episode. It makes my day when I hear from you, seriously. All right, without further ado, check out this episode that I did with Ashley Caprice from Go Girl Podcast. All right, I'm so excited because I have Dr. Morgan Anderson on the line. She is a clinical psychologist, a relationship coach, the uh, creator of the ESL Relationship Method, which we'll get into. And she has her own podcast called Let's Get Vulnerable with Dr. Morgan, all about relationships, dating, and sex. And she's committed to helping busy professional women Break the Toxic Cycle, and Attract Loving Relationships. Dr. Morgan, welcome to the show. Hi, Ashley. I am so excited to be on. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Absolutely. Girl, it's all you. It's everything that you do. (laughs) So thank you (laughs) for being a great person and now sharing some of your tips with the uh, ladies who listen to the Go Girl podcast. Now, a lot of us have been in the toxic relationships or the crazy relationships, mm-hmm. or now we talk about the narcissist, right? So right. how can we break that cycle? Just to give a little context and background, 
I personally went through that about eight years ago now. So I know what it's like and I know how hard it can be to feel like you could ever love again. And you, you almost get to that place of, well, I'm just going to be a single cat lady or a single dog lady. Right. and like, you know, for, forget love, right? Like you, you kind of get to that place. Um, so yeah, I really just want to acknowledge the, the bravery though, and acknowledging, you know what, I have been hurt. I've been in a toxic, um, relationship and I know that I deserve love and I want that healthy relationship. Um, so just having the bravery to know that, yes, you do deserve it Mm -hmm. and it's going to take, it's going to take some work, but, but you can get there. You know, so I created this method that I call the empowered, secure, and loved relationship method. And why those words? Because I feel that that is how we all want to feel in our relationships. I think one of the first things that happens is after you've been in a toxic relationship, there's so much self-blame and Mm self-criticalness. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can relate to that, right? I sure can. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the whole like, what what did I do wrong? Yeah, and so it's like, what happened? What did I do wrong? How did I attract this person? What's wrong with me mm-hmm. that I even mm-hmm. attracted this person? Um, I yes. can forgive them. Okay, I forgive them now. But oh my gosh, how can I forgive myself? Because, yes. you know, it, it's just all of these thoughts in your head is so much blaming and pity party and victim and you're becoming everything you didn't want to be. You've become a totally different person, right? It's so true. It's so true, Ashley. And our society really does the victim blaming and, you know, you you get that dreaded question, why did you stay, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, well, there's a lot of things that were happening um, and we have to be able to forgive ourselves, knowing that we were doing the best that we could at the time, and then celebrating that we had the strength to move on. Like you and I connected on Instagram because I see a lot of your posts and I like a lot of yours. You like a lot of mine. And you had one that said something about, uh, you know, when you feel like you're losing yourself and how can Mm -hmm. you return to who you are because relationships sometimes mm-hmm. we give our all we give our all we don't know how to set the proper mm-hmm. boundaries to have yes. our own space and time and continue to be mm-hmm. who we are and doing what we love for ourselves so how can we make sure in a new relationship we want to have a healthier one mm-hmm. how can we make sure that we don't lose ourselves in this relationship You know, Ashley, I I love that question. And the first thing I want to say, yes, 100%, especially if you were in a toxic relationship or an abusive one, it's likely that you totally lost yourself and who who you are, you know, everything down to uh, the kind of music that you were listening to, or the places you hung out, and you, you likely just took on whatever your partner wanted. Right. So I talk to a lot of people and they say they look in the mirror and they're like, who am I? Where wow. where did I go? Right. <laughs> right. You know, so the most important thing is first off 
take that energy because Lord knows you were putting a ton of energy into that relationship. Mm -hmm. Take that energy and put it into you. So Mm -hmm. put your energy back into you and put it into the relationships that are meaningful to you, your friendships, your Mm -hmm. family, start investing in you again. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the, the important thing, so once you get, and I like to, when I work with my clients, I like to call these your non-negotiable because we all have non-negotiable things that feed us, that fuel our energy, you know, and once you have a clear idea of what those are and you have those habits and you're investing in you, that might be a sign that, okay, maybe you are ready to get back out there. You know, you are ready to date again. Yeah. Um, And then once you start doing that, the thing is, is you have to learn how to hold on to those Mm non-negotiables, hold on to that investment in you while allowing some space for a partner. And if you've never done that before, it might feel really weird because I think right? It's like, well, are they even into me? Because we only hang out once a week instead of every day. So <laughs> because you're so used to that, to that toxic person wanting yeah. all of your time and all of your energy. Because yes. so I'll tell a little of my story. So I am seeing someone new and it's been a couple months. It's really new. Um, and that's kind of my thing right now. And like, I know we like each other. I know we're interested in each other. And I'm, I'm, girl, look, I'm stuttering over it. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good, though. Because <laughs> it's so good. weird to talk about it because it is new. But it's like, you know, back in the day, yeah. I used to always want my space and so much space. And then I got into a relationship where mm. I didn't have like any space. And this person wanted me mm-hmm. around all mm-hmm. the time. So now all I am around someone who, you know, enjoys his own space and enjoys his time with me. But when we're not together, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, why doesn't he want to be around? It's like, girl, calm down. This is okay. This is healthy. This, you know, he's also setting his own boundary for his own uh, time and space and energy. And I need to respect that for him and respect it for myself. But there's been... A lot of times, I I even started a whole love journal for myself. It's been a lot of times already that I'm looking at myself like, who am I? Not because of him, but because of the past relationships. It's like I'm bringing some of that baggage in and I don't want to. And it's like beforehand, you think, oh, I'm so healthy. I'm good. I'm ready to date again Mm -hmm. because I've had my time to myself. But then you get with someone else and it's like, oh, shoot. Mm -hmm. Now I'm bringing you know, just stuff. <laughs> so it's, yes. but when you are dating someone who understands that, then they're giving you, you your time to heal that. Mm-hmm. Or they, they, mm-hmm. they point it out to you like, Hey, do you under, do you know you're doing this? Like, you know, you still got to work on that, you know, instead yes. of making you feel bad about it. It's like, okay, look, Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm here with you. I'm going to work with you. But it's like, yeah dating someone new after a toxic relationship is so different. (laughs) It's so different. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's so important 
to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate to yourself instead of being judgmental of, of what you're doing. So being able to allow these things to come up, not judge them, and instead say, how can I best support myself in this? Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, you make such a good point there. I, I really think that, you know, we don't have like people who we're perfectly compatible with and a soulmate, like all that stuff is BS. But what really does matter is that you have two people who are committed to showing up in the relationship intentionally Mm -hmm. and they want to show up to support the growth of the relationship as well as the growth of each individual and two people who are willing to say, what does it take for you to feel secure Mm -hmm. and how can we support each other in feeling secure and supported and loved in this relationship? Yes. It's so important in, like you said, in feeling loved because we've even talked about our love languages, you know, so, and I feel like that's so important. I know people who are married right now who still don't know how to tap into each other's love languages. And the fact that we talked about it the first few weeks so that we know what's important to us Mm -hmm. and what makes us feel loved. Like I've read so much on dating after a toxic relationship. So I kind of knew some of the things that would happen, but when it's happening, it's like, oh, this is real. (laughs) This is real. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I would love to touch on about that as well is you being able to get really good at knowing what you need and then Mm -hmm. learning to do what I would call self-soothing. How can you show up for yourself because after a toxic relationship, sometimes there's a tendency to want to put those needs on the partner. Right. Because you want to have that repaired, like you want to have it repaired. But knowing that you can get good at meeting your own needs and, and soothing your, your own emotions, mm. obviously, while still asking for support from the partner, but we can, our partners cannot meet all of our needs. Of course. They just can't. Of course. So how can someone uh, do that? How can someone show up for themselves and soothe their own Mm -hmm. needs? Because we do have to love ourselves and, you know, be okay with ourselves Mm -hmm. before getting into a relationship. How can we do that? Show up for ourselves and not expect our partner to heal us or anything? How can we, you know, heal ourselves? Such a, such a good question. And, you know, I think one of the things that's important is it looks different. That answer looks different for everyone. Mm. Um, But some of the, the common themes are that you have to be able to get good at tuning in. I think for, for a lot of us, maybe we've pushed things, away, especially if you're a people pleaser or you were so focused on your partner, you don't even know how to tune into yourself anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So so get good at, okay, how do I check in with me? You know, maybe that's uh, a journaling practice. I know you you mentioned that. Maybe it's meditation, Mm -hmm. but get good at checking in with yourself and then just get really clear on what it is that you need in order to be investing in yourself and growing on your own. You know, for me, it looks like 
weekly time with my girlfriends. Right. Um, I go to a gym. I have a gym community. I make time to talk with my family. I go on trips Mm -hmm. with friends and fam, you know, so it's like all these things that take care of me and holding on to those things while I'm in a relationship, not letting them go because they're so important. Especially in the beginning, in the beginning, you kind of let things go because you're like, well, I like Mm -hmm. this person. My my friends and family Mm -hmm. will always be there. They've been there forever. So we all, we all, (laughs) we all have that friend or have been that friend that's like, oh, they got a new boo and they disappeared for months. You know, right? Right. Don't don't be that person. You know. Still hang out with your friends, still hang out with yeah. your family, have those conversations that you yes. always have with your family and friends beforehand and, you know, make time. So yes. that comes with balancing and that comes with setting boundaries. Yes. You know, setting, setting boundaries. boundaries. And I, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about this. I've been really thinking about this. So you in the early stages of a relationship, you know, you got to think that you are a scientist, right? Like a love scientist. You are gathering data. You are learning about this person. And one of the best ways to do that is setting boundaries and seeing how they respond to the boundaries. That's good. Right? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I want to say is that good relationships take time to build and the intimacy builds gradually. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I always tell my clients if it starts, if it starts in a bang, it ends in a bang or whatever is built quickly will end quickly. Right. So just know that you're a scientist, you're gathering data. And if we want to draw conclusions that somebody is worth investing in, we had to run a lot of experiments. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta learn about this person before, before you go all in, before you invest. Absolutely. You know, like, we say, oh, I don't like when someone's testing us, like a guy might test you in some ways, mm-hmm. but in a way we're testing guys too, right? So yeah, know, setting the boundaries and saying no, just seeing how they respond to that no, because if it is a toxic person, mm-hmm. sometimes they, I don't know, maybe in the beginning, it'll be a little rage or yeah. a little issue. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That. That's a red flag. I, I noticed something in his eye, yes. right? <laughs> he he started yes. to raise his voice a little bit. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Pause. Exactly. How how do they respond to it? You know, and I think physical intimacy is a great example for this. So if you have a guy that maybe, you know, and I, I know I'm being the stereotypical um, gender dynamic here, but mm-hmm. let's just say that the guy is wanting to be physically intimate before you're ready and if you express you have the courage to set that boundary and you say you know I am into you I think this is great and I want to get to know you a little bit more before we're physically intimate and if they put you down disregard Mm -hmm. it however they respond to that boundary that's going to give you a lot of information absolutely yeah Girls, watch it. And like you said, and I listened to um, one of your podcasts, you said boundaries help us protect our energy. And that's, yeah. I feel like any relationship, if you work on it, could work. But you do have to know what you want, what you're expecting. You do have to know, 
like you say, your non-negotiables and your boundaries mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. don't let things slide because when they start sliding, yeah. they become a habit. And then you're deep into the relationship and you're trying to fix something a year later that should have, that could have been fixed within the first month. If we just yes. and, I, and say something about it, go ahead. A hundred percent. And I will say this, Ashley, and I know you're in the beginning of a relationship, so no, no pressure, but <laughs> one of the things that we know with research, um, you know, as a psychologist, I'm always passionate about all the research on, on relationships. One of the things that we know is that the habits that you build early on in the relationship, the way that you and your partner interact, uh, just, just the habits that are built greatly impact what the relationship will look like in the long term. Right. So those early stages really matter. You know, you, you're thinking that, okay, you're kind of setting the foundation. Yeah. So how, how you show up in the beginning really does matter. Yeah. And because what they say is uh, how you start the relationship is or what you do in the beginning is what you you should do to continue. So if the person is being, um, you know, pretty consistent in the beginning and they are really into you, they'll continue to be consistent. But if they're starting out, Mm -hmm. girls not calling you and you're like, oh, but maybe Mm -hmm. when we get together in a real relationship, then he'll call me Mm -hmm. more or something like that let it go. It's mm-hmm. like we, we give excuses because it's a new person that we like and you don't want yeah. to do any feathers, but the, instead of investing so much time, you could find out everything within the first few yes. months and know, okay, is this still worth my energy, my time and my energy? Cause there's still so many yes. other people out there, <laughs> you know, you don't have to say. Amen, up. girl. Amen. And you know, one of the things that breaks my heart is when I see so many men and women mm-hmm. who are blocking the doorway. They are blocking their love doorway with people who don't fit their standards, with people who are kind of into them, kind of not. Um, and they are letting those people take up space and block, you know, the mm-hmm. um, block the space for somebody who could really, really be a good fit for them. So make sure you're not blocking your love doorway. You got it. You got to make space if you really want that healthy partner. Yes. Yes. And how do we, um, you know, we, we make this space for the new person. How do we not go in with so many expectations? I think that's an issue with mm-hmm. women. We're like, Ooh, he, you know, yes. you, you have your list in your head. You're checking it. Oh off. girl. Yes. <laughs> the list. The list. You are checking things off and you are expecting things by certain deadlines. How can we Mm -hmm. just, just, one of my things too is just let go and just let it flow. Yeah. Be in a moment. How can we overall women just stop expecting? You know, I did a whole podcast episode on this. It's like what to, how to rock a first date actually. Okay. Um, Yeah. And one of the, one of the main things I tell people is you really want to trade expectations for curiosity. Like really just, yeah, just think of it as opportunity to get to know somebody and really just be curious about the person because the moment that you are, you know, in in clinical terms, we'd call it projecting, Mm. like you're projecting an identity onto somebody that you never even met, right, then that that is going to harm 
your ability to see them in reality. Right. You know, if I'm going on a date and I'm like, oh, this is going to be the one and they're so freaking hot and they have a six pack and our kids are going to be so freaking cute. And I'm, I'm projecting all that onto this guy. And then we go out and he tells me like, oh, you know, I still live in my parents' basement and I'm a barista and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore mm-hmm. the red flags. I'm going to ignore all that stuff because I already created life with him. I already right. projected all this stuff onto him. Mm-hmm. So don't do that to yourself. Try to stay in reality, you know? Stay in reality. That's so true, girl, especially with uh like I, I okay I had a friend she she used to be that way after one day oh my god this is my husband it's gonna be the one and I'm like mm-hmm. okay girl and then something would happen and eventually yeah. you know she'll break up and get over it but it's like when you have so many expectations and that person doesn't meet it then you feel like your world is rocked a little bit because you already had this picture in your mind yeah. of how it was going to be when it's like, exactly, just let life happen, you know, just enjoy yes. the moment and don't, don't expect you're, it. Yeah. You're the scientist, you're gathering data. And I think um, so many people can get focused on, am I good enough for them? And we're putting that focus on ourselves of like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like me? What if they're, what if I'm not hot enough for them, et cetera. Try to flip that and go, are they good enough for me? Right. Like, you know, like you are gathering data, like you are learning about them. Right. Right. Do you like them? Yeah. <laughs> do, do your values match? Yeah. Do no? you even like them? Right. Oh my gosh. When I was <laughs> dating, like in my twenties, I was like, I could get anybody. So like, I would always have a great date. And I realized it was because I was a chameleon. I wasn't really showing up. I was just making the other person feel good. And they liked me. So I swear to God, it was like, I could go on a date and like anybody and and they would like me. Mm -hmm. But because I wasn't being me, I wasn't showing up. You have to be yourself. Show up. Yep. And then be vulnerable. Show up. Take up space. Yeah. And because sometimes, yeah, you become the perfect person for them for who they are, but it's not who you really are. So then that might not be the person for you. (laughs) Relationships. Yeah. I think we put a lot on it and I think it's, it shouldn't be that deep, but it should, especially if you start start talking about marriage and children and all of that. Cause I feel like now, whoo, in my thirties, dating is so different Mm -hmm. and so intentional instead of, you know, in your twenties where you're like, ah, I don't know if this person is going to be around forever. So, you know, this is like my person now and you're not thinking that deep, but in your thirties, you're like, no, I need to take my time. I need to make sure everything is right. Um, mm-hmm. It's serious. It's serious, but it should still be fun. It's a relationship. It should still be. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that because yeah, so many people take the fun out of it because they're in expectation world. They've got the pressure on it. Try to have fun, you know, like ultimately like you're getting to meet people. You're getting to interact. You got to be able to look at it as something that you could enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, all of us can connect with whoever, even if it is just on a human to human level, you can connect with whoever 
Um, and maybe they're not somebody you want to date, but you could still enjoy sharing that time and space with them and getting to learn about them, right? Because mm -hmm. what else are we on this planet for other than to really connect with people, you know? Exactly. So just in, enjoy it. Exactly. Enjoy it. Don't expect anything from it. And yeah, there is an Instagram quote that you have that I want to talk about um, because of leaving toxic relationships and trying to uh, have a new healthier relationship. You posted, you are never too broken to love again. Your past does not control your future. So let's just give hope to the women out there who probably did go through a crazy, toxic, uh, abusive relationship and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Or, you know, you've become this mm -hmm. new person and you don't know who you are mm -hmm. anymore. And we just, I just want mm -hmm. to give them hope to let them know, no, you know, you, you're not broken. Probably a part of you probably did break at that moment, but we're like a puzzle mm -hmm. and we could put ourselves back together and we could put ourselves back together mm -hmm. with a, a bigger puzzle where we're stronger and we have so much more to offer mm -hmm. and we have so much more experience from us and we are able to get into a new relationship and that past does not control who you are and what you can attract. You don't have to keep attracting toxic relationship sit with yourself learn your patterns learn your boundaries learn your non-negotiables yeah. and really be one with yourself so that you can have a healthier better relationship so just talk to mm -hmm. me about um that instagram post and give some hope to the ladies who are listening right now Ooh, i love this you know and i i wrote that from my own personal experience because you know, the Morgan eight years ago that had to leave an abusive relationship due to like a life threatening scenario, right? Like I was mm -hmm. so ashamed, so ashamed of who I had become and felt so isolated. And I remember thinking, this is it for me. I am going to be a single woman until the day I die. And I do not care. And love is a bunch of BS, you know, like I, mm -hmm. I was at the lowest point um, of my life at that time. And then I look at where I am now. And I just think, thank God I didn't give up on myself and that I committed to growth and I committed to healing. Yes. Uh, because I have attracted, you know, an amazing relationship in my life. And I, I also, I mean, I had the worst patterns. I feel like if I can do it, any woman can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I had the worst, the worst patterns, the worst dating stories. I can tell you so many stories of <laughs> people that it was just so toxic, so bad. You know, it's yeah. like every relationship ended in a dumpster fire, like, mm. like seriously. So if I can go from that to the place that I am now, which I, I think the woman I am now would barely recognize the woman that I was, you know, those eight years ago. Wow. Um, I know, I know you can do it. You know, I, I know anyone can do it. And I know that you're deserving of it. You're deserving of the work. It's never too late. I work with clients who are in their fifties, you know, and they're, they'll say, Oh, it's just my first marriage. Just, you know, I never felt loved. I never felt Seen. We never actually connected mm -hmm. and they're in their fifties now and they're working wow. on it and they want to attract that 
love that feels healthy, secure, and empowering and supportive. So it's never too late. You can always do the work. Yes, always do the work. I mean, it's it's life. We're always going to do the work and connecting with other people will show us who we really are and what we really need to still work on. So take that in, yes. you know, and date and connect. I do have one question because you did say you got into a healthier relationship or were there any challenges when you first started dating someone where oh, it felt yeah. like, oh, this is, this feels healthy and this feels safe, you know? How was that transition into a better loving relationship? Yeah, I love that question because I think, you know, it's not talked about enough, but just that whole piece for me of a secure relationship felt really kind of weird. And it it felt, um, it felt unexciting. Like, what is this like reliable, like they want to take me out every week and they do what they say they're going to do. What right. in the hell is this? Like, <laughs> there's not that like up and down that unfortunately in our culture and sometimes in our own experiences, we confuse mm-hmm. toxic for romantic, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That up and down. So, so the whole thing was I had to learn like, oh, that feeling of security really is you know, what, what is romantic to me now? I had to redefine that for myself. Yeah. Because toxic is sometimes, and it might sound a little bad, but toxic, it it could look exciting because it is playing on your heartstrings and it is so up and down and it is dramatic sometimes. So it's like, you you just never know what's going to happen. It's scary really when you're in it, but yeah, it's so many emotions that you're like, oh, this person does love me. They're so passionate about me because Mm -hmm. they're so into Mm -hmm. me when it's like, no, this Mm -hmm. person, like love is freedom. You know, let this person have their freedom. Love is freedom. Yeah. Let this person have their space. Let this person be who they really are. Love is freedom. So if you, you know, you want that roller coaster ride and that bad boy or bad girl or bad partner Mm -hmm. or whatever, it's just like, is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. Like your true self, your true self wants love and peace and kindness. Like mm-hmm. you can breathe around a person. Mm-hmm. You feel safe around this person. It doesn't want yes. to always feel like, okay, what's going to happen? Is this person going to be happy or sad today? Is this person, yes. like, how, you, you know, how is their mood today? How um, are they going to, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. And that's unsettling with your spirit. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, I, I think it's about redefining that relationship blueprint or relationship template. Get honest with yourself about what you really want, you know, and what we, what we all really want and need is that security, that person that's reliable, that can hold space for us, that is committed to growth in the relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so, so many people tell me, I just keep attracting the same person over and over and they're always unavailable and they're commitment phobes. And the first thing I say is, well, what is your template for a healthy relationship? Yeah. You know, most of us have those unconscious beliefs or templates that, that don't match up with what we truly want. Mm-hmm. Or I would say too, if you keep attracting the same type of person, there's something within you that you need to work on. Oh, yeah. There's something 100%. in you for sure. Like, why do you keep, it's not the other person's fault. You keep allowing this person, this type of person in your life. 
So what is it that attracts you to that person? What is it maybe from your childhood that it might remind you Mm -hmm. of something from your childhood? You know, did you feel, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, maybe unsafe at some point in your childhood and now you keep Mm -hmm. attracting people who make you feel unsafe. If there was a a parent who wasn't there in your life, now you want someone to fill that void for you. So it's like Uh really taking that time to getting to know yourself and seeing how this person, is this person elevating my life or taking away from my life? You know, it's it's simple math. Subtraction or, ad- yeah. or addition? What what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that commitment to that work, both on your own and within mm-hmm. a relationship, is really what's going to help you finally have that great relationship. You know, and I always tell my clients, I don't want you to just have okay relationships. I want you to really have that great relationship, and that is two people who are both committed to doing the work and showing up for each other in the relationship. And can I say too that when you do get into that great relationship, it's going to be scary as hell in the beginning. Yes, okay? it is. Yes, it <laughs> just is. Just to be real, it's going to be scary because it's just it's it's scary just because it's going to be unfamiliar. You'll be a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. just like when you're starting a new job, a new school. You get the jitters, and you're like, "What is this? This feels different. This feels mm-hmm. weird. Can I do this job? Am I great at this job?" It's going to be that way. Yes. So. It is, and it's, and it it's, totally and it's okay. is. but it's going to be okay. It's going to be a great ride. And as, yeah, as long as you are doing all the things that you need to do for you, you're still investing in yourself. You're holding on to who you are. Mm-hmm. You are going to navigate, navigate that new relationship so well. Yes, girl. So work on yourself and uh, set your own boundaries and continue to be who you, who you are or who you were before the relationship and bring mm-hmm. yourself into that relationship along with um, building with someone else and it'll be beautiful. Well, Dr. Morgan, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I do want people to connect with you. You have so much great stuff to say on um, at least your Instagram, your, your website. So please let people know how they can connect with you. Yeah, well, it's been such a pleasure. I love this, this conversation. I hope it's helpful to people. Um, I am on Instagram the most and my IG is Dr. Morgan coaching. So come say hello. I love getting DMS from you all. Um, and then my website is just drmorgancoaching.com. And then the podcast that I have is called let's get vulnerable. Uh, it's on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are aired. But yeah, I would love to connect with your audience. I, that would make me so happy. Absolutely. And yes, please check out her podcast. I listened to a couple of episodes. I did learn some things on my own. So I can't wait to listen to more episodes. It's really good. Um, very direct to the point. Gives you tips on each episode for you to become better at your relationships, ladies. Okay. And Dr. Morgan, just want to say go girl to you for helping women to have better relationships and healthy relationships and loving relationships with themselves and with other people. So go girl, keep doing your thing. We connected on social media because, you know, I loved what you were saying. So obviously you are doing something amazing. So go girl. Thank you, Ashley. Right back at you. I also love all the work you're doing and such an amazing community that you have created. So yay, social media for connecting us. I'm (laughs) so happy that 
Yes, I'm so happy that we get to know each other. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. I had a great time. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.